What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. But that, that's the thing. When you finish a book, it, you feel so good. Oh, you, yeah. You feel like you're better than everybody else just for that next hour. Because you are. Because reading is a higher form of entertainment. See, this you is... can lord it over other people that, uh-huh, I have read and you have not, peasant. This is a warning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, you got to stop watching this channel. If you're starting to get like that, this this is this is phase three. Yeah. <laughs> and end game is coming. Da, 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 da. Welcome back, folks. This is Tudor Ramble. I'm your host, Austin. This and is your I'm other Richard. You didn't even let me introduce you. No, what I is didn't. wrong with you? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so Austin and Richard here. We are doing a book review again. again. <laughs> this one's both spoiler-free and spoilers, though. So first yeah. half of the video, maybe the first ten minutes will be spoiler-free and all systems read. Second half will be spoilers if you have read it. Yeah, and this uh, book pitch review, we've actually both read it, so it'll be awesome. a lot more fun of a discussion. It will. See, we're going to have a good time. I'm so happy you're reading more. It's great. It is. It's great it? for me. <laughs> so this book we actually covered in our most recent book club where we talk about books every month with patrons, and so th they actually influenced our opinion on some of this since we talked with them and whatnot, and shout out to Jangled, Raffle, Pledged, and Alex who all helped us out and talked about this book with us. So this is going to be an interesting one. And would you say, how about you give a quick spoiler-free pitch to the folks there? Sure. Why should they read this book? And no spoilers, of course. All right. So All Systems Read by Martha Wells is a eight-chapter novella following our neighborhood-friendly murder bot, which is a robot that hacked its governor module to basically have free will. Now... This would seem like a problem to most people, but fortunately for humanity, Murderbot actually is very anxious of humans, and instead of murdering them, would rather watch uh, sitcoms in his room, and hates dealing with people. And so you get to deal with awkward Murderbot with awkward humans have to come together and work together and get over their differences. And it really is a heart-wrenching punch sometimes in the story, because in eight chapters it really gets you to fall in love with this just adorable robot that kills people but it's adorable <laughs> used to kill people maybe and maybe still who knows yeah <laughs> so this what you just said there really get, gets a punch in your heart there this packs a punch because it is eight chapters long you could read this in an afternoon if you're mm -hmm. richie if, if you're richard here you could read it in a couple seconds because he says he's read all of these books no one really believes him you know, like I, I've read most of them. 
there's definitely a couple on here which I bought and haven't gotten. To just yet. the covers are so sick. Like we've yeah. not read Tress of the Emerald Sea yet, and this but is it's so sa- beautiful. it's front and center. Yeah. Oh, it's so also beautiful. Stephen King. I bought the box set and we'll get there. It's so we'll many. There. It's so many books. I have so many things to read. But that that's the thing. When you finish a book, it you feel so good. Oh you f- yeah, you feel like you're better than everybody else just for that next hour. Because you are. Because reading is a higher form of entertainment. See, this you is... can lord it over other people. That uh-huh, I have read and you have not. Peasant. This is a warning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You got to stop watching this channel if you're starting to get like that. This. This is. This is phase three. Yeah. <laughs> and end game is coming. So it, you do really feel good after finishing a book. That's why I love novellas. And the biggest pitch for this, without even having the cool premise that it's a murder pot who's anxious around humans which is just a great great premise Mm -hmm. it's eight chapters it's super quick and you can read it in an afternoon and you'll feel good you'll be able to talk about it with people and so honestly but we're not going to give spoilers yet but you could read this come back to the video for the spoiler section in like a couple hours (laughs) it's it's that quick of a book it's really really cool and there are seven total books in this series most of them being novellas Mm mm-hmm and it's called the Murderbot Diaries. So it's such a good palate cleanser book series for me. So yeah. it used to be that I had one series for that. So every time I got done with a real chunky, heavy book, I would want to read a Discworld book to kind of palate cleanse yes. and feel a little joy in my life. And it was pretty short, short and sweet. Wonderful series to break in between big books. Definitely. I now have two series to do that with. I now have the Murderbot Diaries, because it's such a short, sweet story that is emotional, and I really want to know what's next. So, a great series for for a palate cleanser series. And that's great, because you have Discworld for your fantasy palate cleanser, and All Systems Re- and the Murderbot Diaries for your sci-fi palate cleanser. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. And, and they really do have... Uh, no, no they're, they're very different in many ways, but they're both yeah. very humorful. They got humor. They got humor. one is serious, the other is... Discworld's parody. Discworld, yeah. Discworld's Discworld. It's, it's different. But this this series, now the eighth book, I believe, is coming out November 2023. So it's coming out this year. I'm definitely going to finish the rest of the series before that so I can read it when it comes yeah, out. I'm excited I'm, for I'm it. I'm sure we'll do video on it as well. Yeah. So this, this whole series was written by Martha Wells, and All Systems Read, the first book in that series, won a Hugo Award for the best novella. So it's not I just us a, saying this. I'm a fan of the Hugo. It's... The Hugo has not led me wrong so far. So you've got Hyperion. Hyperion enters game. We got Emperor Soul. All and now all great. systems red. All systems red. Hugo, so. I guess, knows what they're doing. Although one oh, yeah. of those books you mentioned, I'm not the biggest fan of. I'll let the people decide which one that was. But it was you it was heard. Hyperion. It was it was Hyperion. <laughs> we'll have a have a video on. It. I still okay. Well, let's not get into rambling. Yeah, yeah. Let's not be too to ramble. Let's let's focus. Okay, so. Spoiler, that was spoiler-free summary. What is your spoiler-free rating for All Systems Red? What did you give this out of 10? So, out of 10, using our rating system, I gave it a 7.75 out of 10. That's a very good score. A very respectable score. Respectable score. And I gave All Systems Red an 8.5. Even more than me. Yes, even higher. And I'm the sci-fi guy of the two of us. Yeah. I love sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually do prefer fantasy, but this one, this one really got me. This was a very good 8.5. I don't I don't give out 9s or 8s very much, but this unless is unless it's Sanderson. Unless it's Sanderson of course all the time 10s, but this this was a really great book. Yeah, really great novella. And with that being said, are you ready to get into spoilers? Let's get right into it. 
All right, I'm, this I'm is... tired of uh, I'm tired of holding myself back. Exactly. You know? Listen, go read the book. Go spend two hours and read the book, and come right back. Okay. <laughs> this is spoiler section coming right now, and here's your warning. Warning over. All right, okay. right into the right into the series. Let's do this. All right. Not series, just this book. <laughs> because we didn't read the whole series. Yeah. Just Murderbot. Or not right. Murderbot, just All Systems Red. God, we're so tangled. Yes. Anyway, let's start with Emotional Impact. What did you rate Emotional Impact? I gave Emotional Impact an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, it's higher than me. I gave it a 7.5. 7.5. And emotionally, we're off by a point. Mm-hmm. I guess we have the same emotions toward it. Mine are just elevated sort of, more. But yeah. Why did you give it a 7.5? So what, why, what was good about it and what kept it from going higher? First, what was good? Be positive. I know. I always like to start Rick, with negatives. Yeah, start out with positive, I'm a negative Nancy. Come on. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of positive, Richard, when Wheel of Time comes out. I'm going to yeah. be a, a Wheel of Time stand where oh, I'm just defending yeah. it and ignoring all the faults. It's going to be great. I can't wait to rate one of the Wheel of Time books higher than you and still complain about it more. Just, uh, just revenge. <laughs> revenge for everything you've done to me on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, the reason why I rated it fairly high as it is, is I actually laughed out loud a few times with a story which, like, that, that's always a great time when you can read, when you laugh out loud to a book. Yeah. It, that's normally harder to do than a, you know, a movie or a TV show. Um, I also really What was the funniest con- moment before you go on from that? What, what can you remember? Oh, I'm up there. Up there in the moments was when they were talking about uh, all the humans found out yep, that Murderbot yep. was real yep. and like he's a sentient and they're like can you believe like the computer here says that he's been watching sitcoms this entire time yeah, yeah. and he's no there's no way he's been watching that uh, and then she makes some reference to the show I think it was the other guy one of the guys made, yeah. whoever it was whoever right? made a reference to a show and Murderbot had he he was silent the whole time, but that he couldn't abide. He was like, "That's an, oh, uh, that's incorrect. She would never do that." He, he only goes, "That's an effing lie." <laughs> that's an effing lie. <laughs> and then it was really funny. Oh god, I liked that. And honestly, what got it, it was small, but I loved when uh, Murderbot was going through like actual commands. Like, okay, and then command was giving me this code to go by law, and and it started to go through the whole thing, and then eventually went. And blah, blah, blah. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. How much he just, his apathy was funny to me. Yeah. That it's a really robot that was going through orders and rules and just was like, blah, blah, blah. I just want to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So you found it really funny. Oh, yeah. I okay. thought it was really funny. I really also emotionally connected mm-hmm. to Murderbot. I thought it was such an interesting look at anxiety and yeah how because there are people out there that have trouble looking people in the eye and they have social anxiety and how do they deal with it right well they have other ways and you know they try to you know look down they look down at their shoes uh they try not to look people in the eye what is how does Murderbot get around it he literally turns his back and uses security cameras to see people so he doesn't have to actually face them you know, face to face. That's such a great makes such, makes so much sense. Makes so much sense and so Ugh. sad, and, but also just so cute. Also, ende- yeah, endearing. Yeah, exactly. Sad but endearing. Well, that's the thing. It gives you. It gives this robot such an emotional connection that you feel it's you feel its struggle. Yeah, and I, I loved that aspect of it. So there's stuff like that that really got me and. Mm-hmm. I guess it really made me feel more hopeful of humanity. I'm glad ah, the humans were really nice. Nice, nice. So, 
yeah, yeah. I I second everything you said there. That mm-hmm. is all everything I loved about it. The humor and how it, the the visuals and how you show how anxious this murder bot is, and the fact that this murder bot did commit mass murder. It's yeah. revealed as part of the plot that it committed mass murder. And you could still look at it and have complete sympathy because one, it was ordered to do so. It was a literal robot mm-hmm. and now has free will and is deciding not to murder people. So it's one of those cases where you can completely empathize with a mass murderer. Well, when we were talking uh, with our patrons on the book club, yeah, uh, we were working through one of the emotional aspects and that, that, that specific point on how in the book, you don't emotionally connect with the other characters because the murder bot is your point of view. Yep. And is it a negative that you don't have a lot of emotional connection to the side characters? Well, maybe not. Maybe that's kind of the point of the book because the robot doesn't until the end. And I think a lot of that is he is ashamed. The fact that murder bot, the reveal that not everyone calls them murder bots. They're called something else. He call he calls himself Murderbot oh. solely alone, which really shows what he thinks of himself and that 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 kind of self loathing and he feels guilty, like so he definitely good. sees himself as like no I murdered those people. Such and a takes, great reveal. Oh, uh, that that was probably that was probably the best reveal of the book. Yep, really really made me think about it and definitely put in perspective on why it's it's not just anxiety around humans he feels guilt. Mm-hmm. So when talking humans face to face, he feels this sense of guilt and remembers all the other humans he killed. Yeah. And he doesn't want to connect with them. And a lot of it was if they see him as human, that's because it's one thing if the humans see him as a robot, then him doing all those terrible things mm-hmm. was a robot going off. If they see him as human, then it's a humanoid being that killed all these people, which is way worse. Yep. So he doesn't want them to see it that way. Oh, absolutely. Really well said. Yeah. I have, you're talking like you gave it the eight, five. I'm really <laughs> impressed with that. that. That is everything you said is completely perfect. Yeah. Seriously. I, I usually have something to say and it's usually a joke at your expense. I won't even do that because I, I love what you said so much. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely agree with you. And I need to ask then what keeps it from going higher? Because that seems like a lot of positivity. It's the other characters. That's ultimately where it comes down to. I did not care about really any of the other characters or the villains to a large degree. So if it was only emotional impact about Murderbot, yeah, probably a nine or, you know, a high eight, something like that. But the fact that I don't remember any of the other humans' names, the villains weren't particularly fearful or compelling. It just bra- it drags it down a little bit. But it's still a very respectable 7-5. Hey, fair. And I guess the reason I gave it higher than you for that aspect is I think that's the point of the book. Yeah. That being being the focal point that the murder bot is anxious and Mm -hmm. is not connected with the humans. And Mensa, the one character, when when we get into the characters. Want to get into characters? Let's go right into it. Okay. So characters, I gave an an 8 out of 10. What did you give characters? Uh, 7.25. 7.25. Okay. And... I can kind of go on what we were just talking about there. You saw, I assume, Murderbot is the best character. Very, you attached yeah. them really, really well. Attached the AI really well. And then Mensa, the leader, I thought was also very well developed. I thought Mensa was fine, but I didn't think it was as well developed. So okay. that's why it, the, one char- the one human character that hypothetically we should actually attach ourselves to by the end, 
I was not particularly attached to. Okay. So that's probably why my character score is not as high as yours. And Got it. that kind of ties with emotional impact. Got it. I, I saw Mensa at the end. I thought the, yeah, I, I disagree with that. I think Mensa, well, I mean, disagree. I disagree with your it's, feelings. It's a, mi- <laughs> yeah. it's a minor, minor thing. It's, it's the difference between like, it was good, Yeah. but was it amazing or great? Gotcha. That's the only thing. I don't think it was done poorly. It's not bad. No, no. It's just the Could difference between good and great. Yeah, no, that's all. It I, is. I get you, and I'll, I'm disagreeing with your feelings. Your feelings, got are wrong, it. Of course, not not <laughs> anything else other than your your personal opinion, right? So, oh yeah. So I thought why why I found Mensa as more profound was the little inklings that Murderbot showed us from his perspective throughout the whole book of how competent she was, and that when he was shy and not wanting to talk to other people, Mensa was the first person to jump in and say something, mm-hmm. and when it, there was even a cut scene, you know, when the whole team gets a plan together and it's about to plan the plan or whatever. So Mensa came up with the plan and there was a scene where our murder bot. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, was away from them and going like, oh, we'll see if it gets some, something. Ah, forgetting the cut scene, but then cuts to him going, yeah, since Mensa made up the plan, it's going to work or something like that. Just showing her competence was really cool. Mm. And then trickling in that she was the, uh, this goes more into world building, but trickling in that she was a political leader mm-hmm. was really neat. With Mensa, I like the trickle in factor mm. that we slowly got connected to her. Whereas, I thought it was good, but I just didn't personally connect to it as much. Gotcha. Is there any other character that stood out to you? Because I know the main other one would be the guy that started with a G, not Gunther, but uh, I can't think of his name. He, he had a complicated name, but he actually did stick out to a, to a little bit to me. I thought it, it, not on a character level, but more on a world building level that, okay. His character, he was the android human. The, he's not a robot, but he's not a human. He's an augmented human. And I just kept thinking to myself when he was introduced, like, what is the functional difference between Murderbot and this augmented human? Gotcha. There's not that much of a difference. That's the more tricky thing. Yeah. And so world building wise, he added a lot to it and made me think. But character wise, eh. Got it. And I guess my higher character score, the book's obviously focusing on Murderbot Mm -hmm. and not on, like the villains are literally called blue, yellow. (laughs) They're they're not even named. They're kind of just there for the plot. And in eight chapters, again, I'm giving a lot of credence to the fact that this is packing the punch in eight chapters. I don't expect full character arc or a villain backstory and whatnot. It's mainly do they serve the book's purpose. And I think absolutely. And with with one of the Mensa scenes, why I liked Mensa so much is we there's you know how the murder bot scene you're talking about where he's super shy, Mm -hmm. super shy and has these DMs with Mensa. While everybody else is talking, is direct messaging Mensa, talking about stuff, and they're kind of smile. She's smiling as everybody else is bickering or talking about something, but they're having their own conversation. It's just really neat as well, kind of building that. And the, the little things that you're able to do in the sci-fi world, what Martha Wells does really well, is everything makes sense with what 
the capability of the technology and it adds to the what the characters would do and it adds to my overall emotion to it because I'm constantly going oh yeah I'm oh yes yes that's exactly how this would go so hmm. what do you think uh, want to go into plot yeah let's go right into it alright what did you rate plot I gave this there? one the higher score of a 7.75 still not breaking that 8 okay okay <laughs> I gave it the 8.75 oh wow very high yes is that because of how tight it was without the fluff 8 chapters no fluff got right to the point with the plot packed a punch I mean it doesn't breach the 9 for me just because the ending I think went a little quick the ending didn't mm. make me go, ooh. It didn't give me an ooh, gut-wrenching feeling. Mm-hmm. But constantly, from start to finish, plot was smooth. It didn't go too far. I, I really liked this as well. I, we should talk this in characters. But I really liked that the whole friend group was actually friends. The whole scientist mm. group. There wasn't any... any uh, well, there division. was some potential drama there but it was regular friend drama it just wasn't yeah regular stuff the murder yeah. bot the, the murder bot even said all my previous ones they weren't really friends he ref- reflected on that and went this group they're actually friends yeah which was cool but really packed the punch I think I give a lot of credence since it's eight chapters long mm-hmm. what would you say plot wise the main the main thing I have to push on it is how tight it is yep that's why I give it such a high score that it is um, it does a great balance between character moments and action and the pacing of it is well done it does most things at the same time there's not too many like just character moments where they sit around and talk normally it's carrying the plot along as well as developing a character which is good which right. it's what it, sh- it has to do it's so short um, also the action was uniquely fun Oftentimes you get in sci-fi and fantasy, you get these kind of drawn-out battle sequences because, you know, people don't want to get hit. You know, if there's a sword fight, they're dodging, they're blocking because getting stabbed hurts. (laughs) But in this book, because 90% of their body can be basically fixed and regenerated, how does a murder bot fight? Charges head first, doesn't care (laughs) if it gets shot, it just goes guns a-blazing because... It's a quick battle. Like whoever kills the other quicker wins. It's yeah. a it's a race to the bottom. And yeah, that makes sense. Why would Murderbot try and hide and dodge and do all these things? So it was definitely unique combat for this sci-fi world and definitely added to its reduced page length, but it was still exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And I'd say as well with with the Murderbot in its battle sequences, I really like the recovery sequences as well. How mm. the recharge and how the murder bot. Uh, this goes more into pros, which we can get into. Yeah. But plot wise as well, the hell sabotage that at first we don't know if it's one of the scientists sabotaging or if it's the villains in the beginning. Uh, we, we don't know about this, the Deltfall group. And so figuring out throughout the plot, I think was so well done that you think it's going one direction. My initial thought was hey, one of the people that we were introduced to is sabotaging the group and they have some ulterior motives. It's political or something. I thought that's where it was going, but it turned out it was more of a sim- simple, I'm not, I don't mean that in a demeaning way, but just a, hey, they're all on the same team. It turns out it's this other group of people, but it did a good job at leading me on and keeping those options open mm. so that it could have gone either way and made total sense. And the fact that it did, it did go that other direction made sense and was interesting because then we're wondering, wait, why are they 
why'd they kill off this other group? What's going on? And why is the mapping have error? So it's really kind of a murder mystery aspect to it. A, a, maybe not if murder yeah. mystery is the right it, word, but it did have that. It had that aspect in the beginning, and then yeah. afterwards it became more like, okay, yeah, we now know who the enemy is. Yep. Let's survive. So and it cut that up perfectly. Where I think it was chapter four or five, you figure that out. So half the book's mystery. Then oh, we know what it is. Now we got to figure out how to solve this. Mm-hmm. Super quick, and I love that about it. But. Dialogue pros. Unless you want anything else on plot. No, that's fine. Let's go right into it. Dialogue pros. What did you rate it out of 10? I gave it an 8.25. Highest yet. Highest yet. Good day, sir. I like that. (laughs) I gave it an 8.75. What did you like so much about it? All the characters sound unique without their... um, Like, you could remove the Murderbot set or Menza set. You could just have their dialogue and you know exactly who's talking. Totally. Because they all have a unique way of talking. Yep. That's really hard to do. And I loved that aspect of it. The dialogue was great at placing you in the location, gave you a great sense of time and space. And I think it described things perfectly well without being, you know, just overindulgent with it, kind of like with Dune. Dune goes really into descriptions, probably a little too much. This one, it doesn't have that luxury. So definitely a real great... uh writing and prose absolutely and the whole time i don't know if you agree with this i think you do the whole time it felt like an actual robot was writing this while also being relatable yeah I mean, all it, the pros yeah it was a suburderbot diary yeah and it, it was a, such a great mix of yeah it's still a robot but also this is a robot has gained sentience so it's a little different it operates a little different somewhere between robot and human yeah to where it operates so yeah it was correct all that prose did a really good job at grabbing me that hey the suspension of disbelief i didn't even need to suspend disbelief because i believe this was an actual robot writing it mm-hmm. she did martha was that good of a job even the little little things of Murderbot talking talking to themselves thinking oh she looked at me for what i objectively knew was 2.4 seconds how typically in a book you see, oh, it felt like hours. So the murder bot would actually say, they looked at me for what felt like hours, but I objectively knew it was 2.83 seconds. Yeah, Having yeah. those little things of, oh, yeah, a robot does know <laughs> those things. So you wouldn't have the kind of prose, the human emotion to where something feels long, but the robot still knows exactly. these yeah. exact things. And, yeah, just really, really well done. And Humor. Humor is a big aspect with the pros and character voice, like you say, couldn't agree more. Is there anything about the pros that you didn't like? Or? Nothing that I didn't like, but not all the jokes were laugh out loud funny. Um, in pure writing terms, I don't think it, it was well paced and did a lot of things in very short dialogue, but it didn't do a lot of layering, which is mo- okay. mostly what I would say is like the tens type thing where you push world building plot characters and also you get a good emotion out of someone. If you do all that in about the same line or, you know, in the same scene, that's what is the 10 uh, pros. It did. It juggled a few things, but it didn't do all that. Got it. And, and I should have mentioned this in a previous part, but the, the murder bot fast forwarding through a sex scene on the entertainment channel, just stuff like that. Little little things. And I yeah. know that's not more pros. That's probably more character. But mm-hmm. 
the well it just made sense the, yeah. of like you know robots grossed at like ugh gross yeah, <laughs> gross that. human bits <laughs> let's, let's fast forward through all that constantly makes sense of from the robots world building slash magic system what did you rate that for also an eight out of ten eight out of ten eight Perfect. out of ten such a strong such a strong world building done in eight chapters I know we keep harping back on it. Yeah. Sorry, but it is impressive. <laughs> it is impressive. I give it an eight five. An eight five, yeah. So why yeah, why'd you give it the eight? Well, it's it still makes me think about it. I, I sometimes think about wh- is this how AI would react? All right. How would uh what what's the difference between an augmented human and a robot at this point? And I think it gives a perfect description of what the world is like. It leans in on the Leans into the typical sci-fi stuff. Like, it doesn't feel unique in its sci-fi. Like, I think there are other sci-fi worlds that are very similar. Um, Not like Dune. Dune is a unique sci-fi. But this feels like typical sci-fi, but it does really well in showing culture. So, the different humans have different romantic standards. So, like, it was mentioned several times how polygamy is fairly common in humans now. Which, in... You know, sci-fi ter- certainly believable, but adds a adds a more realistic aspect to it. When Murderbot's on the kind of planet satellite station and walks around, you really get a feel of how he blends into the world and how he looks just like an augmented human. People can't really tell the difference if he's not wearing his armor. Great world building to show show how the world works. I love the company, the company, and how it's such a st- I I know this sounds negative, but like it's such a standard sci-fi corporation, just the the big looming corporation that you know only thinks about money and is gonna you know kill people and you know shove them under the rug all to make a few extra bucks and they're always cheap you know like they never get people never get the good stuff out of them it's always they always get the dregs the the murder bot even says the the company records everything to the sec unit no they don't admit to that yes everybody knows it no there's nothing we can do about it yeah there's a really simple <laughs> line that goes yeah that covers it all you got boom 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 okay understood mm-hmm. so it's i personally enjoy sci-fi worlds more because it really after the book is done i think about it a lot i do prefer fantasy worlds but this this one did it for me mm-hmm. this covered and even left the intrigue by the end of the book i was super interested at the larger scope of things of Mensa's political faction that she's ahead of and why why the company is going on this particular planet, the archaeological dig, finding out more about the world itself. And also a big thing to say in the world building itself section is the setting. Oh, yeah. The setting, every single scene was very vivid to me. I knew exactly where I was, and you think the same. I, I'm yeah, thinking. definitely. So everything, every setting was very vivid and I could visualize it and there was never a point where I was lost it was described very well so I felt like it was complete and I understood this world and again uh, prop, props to Martha both the, the dialogue helped with that and the world itself so the murder bot being, uh, being described was really cool as well that had these com- completely looked like a human and having right a completely human like under the shell of its mm-hmm. outside so that, that was very cool. And the difference between the AI, the murder bot, and the augmented human and the humans adding that element, very cool. So all in all, yeah. very, very cool. 
that that last part you mentioned I think is the best part of the world building that makes you think a lot during the whole thing where yeah. it gives uh, because the world building is so well established it makes you think about the characters far more and the implications of it yeah. so the book starts off where you think okay it's just a robot and then you pick up context clues through the world building of okay uh, <laughs> I, I think this robot is a lot closer to the human than it the robot lets on because right. it's not like the robot tells you that it's really close to an augmented human. It, the robot never says that. doesn't like to think that way, but you can pick up the context from the world building. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, all in all, that, that makes for a damn good book. It is. <laughs> An 8.5 in my mind. I think you, you were worried about time on, oh, it's a, such a short book. How could we ever talk about that That's for true. so long? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it is a quick book, but there's a lot to talk about Yeah, with, with how much there is there. So, But hey, if you guys really like listening to us talk about this book, I hope you guys read it, especially, you know, you didn't listen to all the spoilers and then go read it. So I'm, hope, I'm assuming you've read it. But if you're interested in more of our content, please... Click uh, subscribe down below. If you're interested in chatting with us and joining our book club, you can also hit the link down below to go to our Patreon. And I guess we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. And next week will be our year anniversary. So tune in for that. That'll be episode 52. So we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Enjoy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.